It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast for May the 18th. I am Eric G. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. I am your gracious and humble host, and I hope that sometime between now and when we meet again on Monday, you have a chance to fit in not only this Locked On Thunder podcast, but some of the other ones that we have archived at LockedOnThunder.com. We're still doing them every day. Even though there might be a lack of Thunder news, we are still doing the Locked On Thunder podcast every day because why not? It's fun and hopefully it's entertaining. And today will be the most entertaining episode you will get of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Why? Because as I promised, I am going to look into my magical kaleidoscope. And I'm going to give you blow by blow of what will happen with the Oklahoma City Thunder during free agency. You want to know? The kaleidoscope has told me. So if any of this is wrong or really can't be done, then can't blame me. You got to blame the kaleidoscope for feeding me the information. I think yesterday I told you I had a crystal ball. Well, it broke. So now I'm relying on the kaleidoscope and its information Maybe a little bit more faulty, but I do think you'll get something out of it. In segment two, I'm going to tell you why LeBron James is boring now. Why there are players out there in the NBA that are a lot more fun to talk about. Why there are teams that are a lot more fun to talk about. And if I was hosting a national show, I'd have a hard time talking about LeBron every single day just because it's LBJ. Because there are other guys and other teams in the NBA that I'm way more fascinated with now. Maybe you'll agree with that. Maybe you'll disagree. And if the Golden State Warriors were a 10 on the douche meter, well, they have now exceeded that. They are somewhere between 15 and 20 with their latest moves. I'll explain in segment number three. My name is Eric G. I am a former talk show host here in Oklahoma City. I did a lot of Thunder post games, a lot of Thunder pregames. I'm a credential member of the media. I've been covering the Thunder for five years. If you want player and coaches interviews, they're stored at LockedOnThunder.com. Also, all our podcasts are archived at LockedOnThunder.com. I also help out another publication called Thunder Digest, and I always give a shout out to uh, our fearless leader there, the one and only Chuck Cheney. And I want to encourage you, since it is the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals, to listen to great podcasts such as Locked On Warriors, Locked On Rockets, Locked on Cavaliers and Locked on Celtics Plus with coaching moves. Locked on Bucks. Definitely worth checking out right now. So is Locked on Hawks. So it's all right there at LockedOnSports.com. How many times have I said the words Locked on now in this opening segment? Well, with that, let's get started with Locked on Thunder. Okay, just right now in your head, here's some mystical music. Imagine me dressed up as Nostradamus, sort of looking like Tony Kornheiser or... Who, what, Johnny Carson. Imagine me dressed up like that, like with the big turban on my head and holding the envelope to my forehead and then trying to come up with all the all the, the future, the fortunes there of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about, so let's get down right to it. Also imagine some mystical music. 
being played at this moment. And we will start with the stroke of midnight on July 1st, where unfortunately for Oklahoma City Thunder fans, Paul George comes to a verbal agreement with the Los Angeles Lakers. The signs are all there. It was there last year. His agent said he wanted to be a Laker. He was allegedly telling friends, meaning Paul George, that he wanted to go to to Los Angeles, and he understood that the Lakers had no incentive to trade for him, so he was just going to wait a year, and when that opportunity came, he was going to bolt. Paul George is going to do every team in the NBA a favor by doing this because he's going to make his decision soon, thus, unlike Kevin Durant, not play out this charade of a recruiting process and then finally have your heart set on the team that you want to go and then drag everybody along and make them think that they've got a shot. So Paul George going to the Lakers at the stroke of midnight. Sam Presti wants to work fast. He knows this. He's thankful to Paul George. Thus, he signs Jeremy Grant and guarantees him a spot in the starting five. Now we come to the Carmelo Anthony situation. And this is about, mm, say, 6 o'clock in the morning on July 1st. Sam Presti picks up the phone, calls Carmelo Anthony, Both parties realize that they are an impasse. Carmelo Anthony doesn't want to go on the bench. He doesn't want to sacrifice any minutes. He also doesn't want to give up $28 million. Sam Presti then tells Carmelo Anthony, it's one thing or the other. You can either come off the bench or you can sacrifice your minutes, but you can't have both. And if you're going to stay here and exercise your option and get that $28 million, then your minutes are aren't going to be as long as they were last year. Yes, I know we are out without PG, and maybe we can find another way to work you in, but this is where we see you are because we know that you've aged. Carmelo Anthony coming to his senses, knowing that he still wants to be a star and a face of the organization, agrees to take 20 mil of that 28 mil and then goes to the Sacramento Kings for an $8 million paycheck. Josh Eustace who is an unrestricted free agent at this time, learns that Fred Katz is now covering the Boston Celtics. And because Josh feels this sense to troll Fred Katz for the entirety of Fred's career and Josh's career, agrees to terms with less than what he can get with the Thunder or any other team for that matter, and goes and plays for the Boston Celtics just to harass Fred Fred Katz for another three years. And subsequently, what my kaleidoscope tells me is that Josh will continue to follow Fred throughout the duration of Fred's writing days. So Fred, good luck. That's what the kaleidoscope says. Josh Eustace is going to continue to follow you around. The Thunder, needing a small forward now, knowing they need a backup, somehow convinced Trevor Ariza to ink a one-year deal to come to Oklahoma City and give up any chance to play for the NBA championship with the Houston Rockets. Sam Presti works his magic. They show him the peak. He loves downtown, realizes he's getting a little older in his career, and wants to play with a truly dynamic player. Oh, wait, he's already doing that in Houston with James Harden. But still, Russell Westbrook is cooler than James Harden, or so we're led to believe in Oklahoma City. So Trevor Reza comes aboard here with the Thunder. Finally, still looking into the, the kaleidoscope, Sam Presti can't pull off that trade with Marcus Smart that I want so bad, and so do many of the... Oklahoma City Thunder fans. So he comes to terms with Raymond Felton. Raymond decides to stay in Oklahoma City one more year and bring that bench together. And because he comes to terms with Raymond Felton, we get a starting five of Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams, Jeremy Grant, 
So there's three. Andre Robertson and Patrick Patterson. Patterson's probably the happiest guy on the in the Thunder organization because Carmelo Anthony left and that gave him a starting job. Finally, in the move of the offseason, Sam Presti is able to convince Ennis Canner to leave the bright lights big city of New York and come back to Oklahoma City where his heart has been all along. Now, if none of this can happen, and if all of this sounds like complete BS and a blow-by-blow, again, it's not what I'm being told. Now, you can trust me, and you can trust all your insiders who go out and dig up stuff and have all their sources, but I'm going by my magic kaleidoscope here, and this is what it says will happen with the Oklahoma City Thunder through free agency. And as a disclaimer, please do not take any of this as being word-for-word true, and Eric G. reserves the right to be wrong in all predictions made about the Oklahoma City Thunder from now until the day that he dies. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We are part of the uh, Locked on Thunder network, or actually we're part of the Locked on Sports network, or the Locked on Podcast network, something like that. Anyway, it's your team every day with local experts who cover those teams. Coming up next, why LeBron James has gotten boring. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked on Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. LeBron James is boring now. I was having a talk with uh, my good friend Wendell Wallace yesterday. And Wendell, look, Wendell's fabulous. Wendell's going to be launching a podcast of his own. And if you're looking for a guy that has passion about the NBA, there is nobody I've met that has more passion about the association than Wendell Wallace. And that's saying something, especially meeting the people that I have met over the last few, <laughs> the last few years who have covered the NBA. Wendell Wallace lives and breathes for everything in, in this league. So Wendell was saying yesterday that if he hosts a national talk show, he'd want to talk a lot of Eastern Conference Finals and some Western Conference Finals. And maybe I'm embellishing a little bit there, but his theory is is that LeBron James is still the most exciting guy or still the one guy everybody's got hot sports opinions on. And I totally disagree with him on that. I don't have any hot sports opinions on LeBron James. In fact, with LeBron, I'm over it. Been there and done that. After he went to Miami and won a few championships, after he had the decision and then decided to go back to Cleveland and won another championship and continues to end up in the NBA Finals, I just feel like we know what we're going to get out of LeBron every single year. He's going to have his team somewhere in the thick of things. He's always going to be in talks with the MVP. He's always going to do something spectacular. So... I don't feel like I have to watch 
It's like seeing Star Wars for the 25th, 24th time. As much as I love that movie, and I'm talking about the original New Hope, which is my favorite of all the Star Wars movies. And there are times when it's on TNT, and I'll pick it up at the beginning, but I don't feel like I've got to stop down for Star Wars the way I do something like Animal House, which is actually a lot shorter and and moves very quick, or something like The Godfather, which is longer, or The Departed, or Rockstar, which, yeah, I know it's a bad movie, but I have to stop down for it anyway. I just, that's LeBron. That's where he is right now. In my opinion, Russell Westbrook is much more fun to talk about than LeBron James. James Harden is more fun to talk about than LeBron James. The Golden State Warriors, and there's nobody in sports I hate more than the Golden State Warriors. They're more fun to talk about than LeBron James. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Bucks, all these coaching changes, that's, that's where my heart is right now. Those are the things that, that I'm following along with. And one of the things that it speaks to, and I don't know if you feel this way, I don't know if you agree or disagree, but one of the things that I think it speaks to is that we as sports fans, we love drama. And LeBron James just isn't supplying the drama the way that he used to. Golden State will supply drama because there's there's always something dramatic going on with that team. Either Drayvon Green is having a meltdown or Kevin Durant is proving every day that he's not a self-aware individual or Steph Curry's doing something. James Harden is just... James Harden's a lot of fun to watch. And a lot of it has to do with his personality, the beard, kind of that outward appearance... Russell Westbrook the same way. And Russell's a lot of fun to talk about, one, because we're here in Oklahoma City, and not only does he do incredible and, and for the most part, controversial things on the court, like seeking out as many rebounds as he can get so he can average a triple-double, and his teammates saying that he steals, steals rebounds, Russell also has that fashion sense, and we know that when Russell is in a media scrum, or we know that when Russell is at a podium, even if he's being prickly, there may be something that we can get out of it and have a little fun with. And unfortunately, LeBron is just kind of passed. He's done everything that he possibly can. I don't know that I can be any more impressed with LeBron James than what I already am. I already think that he's one of, the one of, one of if not the greatest player I've ever seen in the NBA, and now I'm just, you know, looking for something fresh. You know, looking for looking for something new. Look, Van Halen did a lot of great albums. But man, when Appetite for Destruction came along, I was all over it. Again, I'm I'm showing my age when I when I reference music like that. But that's sort of where I am. And speaking of LeBron James, uh J.R. Smith essentially saying that he agrees with the Saturday Night Live commercial parody that everybody's just standing around expecting LeBron to do too much and they've got to help him out. JR, we knew this. Everybody knew this. It's the reason Saturday Night Live could make fun of it and the results have shown in these first two games. But you talking about it doesn't equate to you guys being able to do it. And the one thing you are not compared to the Boston Celtics, Cleveland Cavaliers, is the physically tougher and mentally tougher of the two teams that are on the court. And the Celtics have been horrible on the road in the playoffs. I think they're 1-4 in in playoff matchups this year on the road. I don't think that's going to play any part in in the Celtics taking care of business and getting at least one of these games in Cleveland. Cleveland, by, by the time that we meet midweek, 
And I'm still kind of fuzzy on just when everything's going down. But by the time we meet midweek, either the Cleveland Cavaliers will be down three games to one or they will be eliminated from the playoffs. It's just, it's over for them. It was a good run. LeBron James got you past the Toronto Raptors and that's not something that we should take lightly. But in the same time, yeah, make room for the Boston Celtics and get ready for Brad Stevens to be hailed as the greatest coach in the in NBA history because that's what everyone's going to say once he gets the Celtics to the NBA Finals. And yeah, that's a little hyperbole there, but come on, let's face it. Everybody's on the Brad Stevens train right now. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Bite size Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, why the Golden State Warriors continue to be the douchiest team in the NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I highly encourage you to check out Locked On Browns at LockedOnSports.com. It was just announced yesterday that the Cleveland Browns will be this year's featured team on HBO's Hard Knocks. And with Baker Mayfield, I, I don't see how you can go wrong. That is a winning combination. If you're not familiar with Baker Mayfield's work in front of the camera but off the field, oh, entertaining. You you can that that is a get your popcorn ready type moment. So make sure you check out Baker Mayfield and Hard Knocks, and of course Locked On Browns at LockedOnSports.com. The Golden State Warriors officially have become the douchiest team in all of sports, not just the NBA, but all of sports. And it starts with Draymond Green, who is trademarking trademarking the term Hamptons Five. Yeah, if you don't know who the Hamptons Five are, and I'm sure you do by now, but just in case you don't, it's Andre Iguodala plus the four guys that met in the Hamptons, which includes Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. Yay! Good, good move by Draymond because nothing says douche like Hamptons Five. Hamptons and Five. It sounds like just it sounds like a bad folk group from the 1960s. But now we apply it to the Golden State Warriors. And I don't know, the death lineup, I thought that was pretty cool. The Hamptons Five, uh, it, it just tells me and, and further reiterates that Golden State not only wants to distance themselves from the rest of the NBA, but they want to make sure that they distance themselves from a lot of their fans. And what I mean by a lot of their fans, a lot of the people that do not live in the Bay Area. Because most of the people that live in the Bay Area could afford to go to the Hamptons or hang out in places on the West Coast that are just like the Hamptons. So that's fine for there. But if you're Tommy in Memphis or in Oklahoma City and you like them just because of Kevin Durant or they play great basketball, well, this is Golden State's thumb to the nose to you. And it gets even worse because Steph Curry wants to host a golf tournament in the fall. And if you've never heard my theory on golf, it's this. I have nothing against the sport, but if you play golf every Saturday, let's say you work somewhere between 60 to 80 hours a week, and you're married, then you go out and you play golf on Saturday, you might want to check your wife's cell phone and see if there are messages from spray tan 
or work, just generic work, or office, uh, yeah, chances are she's riding shotgun with someone else. She wants you out of the house. And, uh, yeah, Steph, just, ah! There's nothing about this team that is even remotely likable. Aside from the way that they play basketball, it's just steep. Honestly, the next time KD does a new shoe, it ought to be called Massengill or Summer's Eve. That's what I think of the Golden State Warriors right now. Hamptons 5 hosting golf tournaments and this could give a damn attitude about everything on the court when they are playing. God, I hope the Rockets beat them. It's probably not going to happen, but I hope somehow James Harden knocks these guys out of the playoffs. That wraps up today's show. I am Eric G. We will be back with you on Monday. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Until then, ELE, everybody love everyone. Yeah, I guess that includes the Golden State Warriors too. And remember, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.